You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right. Hello, and uh, welcome to Morning Breath. I am Brian Moore. I'm one of the pastors here at East Coast Christian Center, where we host Morning Breath. And this is a radio show. It is a podcast. It's a lot of things. Pastor Marvin, who's across the table from me, will tell you about that in a minute. But I just want to welcome a few folks here to the studio with me. I'm excited to be here today with you. Pastor Marvin, how are you doing today? Mighty fine. Thank you, sir. Thank you for being here. It's our first time doing Morning Breath together, and I'm excited to open up the Word of God with you today. We also, yeah, it'll be a blast. We have some other, two other people in the studio with us today. Oftentimes, we have Nick across over there handling the board. How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. And we also have a Maffeo in the house. We have Cole Maffeo over here. He is uh, shooting some video. I guess we're putting together some uh, intro video and some things for our video podcast. Marvin, you want to tell them how to uh, get on board with the show, how, how to do this? Sure. The easiest way to get onto anything at East Coast is use the East Coast app, yeah. but you can also go to ECCC.us for information on events, on any past sermons, morning breath episodes, everything that we have, you're able to access it there. Even if you're wanting just to get involved or just find out anything about our church, that's the best place to go. Uh, Next, you could find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all of the the normal places that uh, you go for social media. Uh, And uh, last but certainly not least, you can always call 321-452-1060. Miss Ernestine or one of her uh, fill-ins will, would be glad to talk to you and give you all the information you need that she'll actually email or give you the old-fashioned snail mail uh, with more information about East Coast if you need it. Yeah, the, the, the goal here is that you would read a chapter of the Word uh, before maybe you listen to the show or after you listen to the show and then listen and tune in and uh, see what God breathes on. Well, this is a devotion. This is not a teaching program. We're not going to teach you line by line, verse by verse. This is actually what sticks out to you in the chapter. And so as you read, hopefully out there, First Samuel chapter 6, in advance of listening to us, you're watching this, you would... Uh, just go, man, God breathed on this, God spoke to me about this, and then maybe, you know, run that up against maybe some of the things that God would speak to us about, and we just crack it open and look at the Word of God. And this was built to, again, be a devotion so that we can learn and we can grow and figure out what the Word of God is saying as we read through the Bible together. And uh, I'm excited to do it. We have a couple other things going on here at the church that we want to make sure you're aware of. We have uh, we have a night of worship going on tomorrow night here at East Coast Christian Center in Merritt Island, uh, the, the Parkway Worship Center. We gather together. The church is a gathering, that we gather our campuses together to worship together. And so people will come from all the different locations that we do on the weekend into one location to worship. And it is, uh, you know, an hour, hour 15, hour and a half of just worshiping God and really trying to press in and kind of center back up on uh, how big our God is and how able He is and kind of looking again through worship at just another time to just soak a bit and uh, spend some time. Uh, We try to do it early in the month. We try to do it at times, different times in the month, actually, but we've been doing it earlier in the month to center up and say, Jesus. Have your way. It is such a blast. I swear. I mean, I've enjoyed. I can. I cannot remember ever not being thoroughly engrossed in enjoying yeah. every moment of night of worship. And and I'm telling everybody from Coco Campus, be here. We'll go ahead and take the first three, four rows. Yeah, let's go. Marvin's the uh, campus pastor out of the Coco Campus. So when he says that, he's telling the people in Coco to come. <laughs> he's telling the whole town of Coco, come on, get over here in Merritt Island. Let's do this. But you yeah, betcha. he passes the Coco Campus over there mm-hmm. on the weekends. We're thankful for what God's doing over there in the Coco Campus. Amen. And we also want to just say, hey, don't forget we have youth camp coming up. If you're looking for a place for your middle school or high schooler to get connected, just even build some new friendships. This is a great way to do it. It's July the 12th to the 16th. You can go onto our app, go onto our 
website, find out all the pricing details. There are some discounts for families or for graduating seniors, even if this is their last go around for youth camp, we have some discounts for that. But get signed up because I think the price is going up in about a week or so, June 14th-ish, it's going up. And so get into that. But let's get into the Word of God. This is, uh, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. I think, what do you got over there? The New American Standard. Awesome. First Samuel chapter 6, and there are, let me see how many verses we got. 21. We got 21 verses. So mm-hmm. I will get you started. How about that? How about sure. if I get you started and you read through verse 10, and I'll pick it up at 11. I say unto you, Marvin, read, sir. All right, that'll work. Now, the ark of the Lord had been in the country of the Philistines seven months, and the Philistines called for the priests and the diviners, saying, What shall we do with the ark of the Lord? Tell us how we shall send it to its place. They said, If you send the ark of the the diviner said, they said, if you send the, away the ark of the God of Israel, do not send it empty, but you shall surely return to him a guilt offering. Then you'll be healed and it'll be known to you why his hand is not removed from you. Then they said, what will be the guilt offering which we shall return to him? And they said, five golden tumors and five golden mice, according to the number of the lords of the Philistines. For one plague was on all of you and on your lords. So you shall make likenesses of your tumors and likenesses of your mice that ravage the land, and you shall give glory to the God of Israel. Perhaps he will ease his hand from you, your gods, and your land. Why then do you harden your hearts as the Egyptians and Pharaoh hardened theirs? When he had severely dealt with them, did they not allow the people to go and they departed? Now, therefore, take and prepare a new cart and two milk cows, on which there has never been a yoke, and hitch the cows to the cart, and take their calves home away from them. Take the ark of the Lord, and place it on the cart, and put the articles of gold which you return to him as a guilt offering in a box by its side. Then send it away, that it may go. Watch if it goes up by the way of its own ter- territory to Beth Shemesh, then he's done us. Then he has done us this great evil. But if not, then we'll know that it was not by his hand that struck us. It happened to us by chance or coincidence. Then the people, men did so. The men did so and took two milk cows and hitched them to the cart and shut up their calves at home. All right, verse 11, uh, 1 Samuel 6. Then the ark of the Lord and the chest containing the gold rats and gold tumors were placed on the cart. And sure enough, without veering off in, another, in other directions, the cows went straight along the road towards Beth Shemesh, lowing as they went. The Philistine rulers followed them as far as the border of Beth Shemesh. The people of Beth Shemesh were harvesting wheat in the valley. And when they, when they saw the ark, they were overjoyed. The cart came into the field of a man named Joshua and stopped beside a large rock. So the people broke up the wood of the cart for a fire and killed the cows and sacrificed them to the Lord as a burnt offering. Several men of the tribe of Levi lifted the ark of the Lord and chests containing the gold rats and gold tumors from the cart and placed them on the large rock. Many sacrifices and burnt offerings were offered to the Lord that day by the people of Beth Shemesh. The five Philistine rulers watched all this, and they returned to Ekron, or Ekron the next day, or the same day. The five tumors sent by the Philistines as a gift offering to the Lord were gifts from the rulers of Ashdod, Gaza, Ashkelon, Gath, and Ekron. The five gold rats represented five Philistine towns and their surrounding villages, which were controlled by the five rulers. The large rock at Beth Shemesh, where they set the ark of the Lord, still stands in the field of Joshua as a witness to what happened there. But the Lord killed 70 men from Beth Shemesh because they looked into the ark of the Lord, and the people mourned greatly. 
because of what the Lord had done. Who is able to stand in the presence of, of the Lord, this holy God, they cried out? Where can we send the ark from here? So they sent messengers to the people of Kirith-Jerim and told them, the Philistines have returned the ark of the Lord. Come here and get it. Aw, <laughs> man. Oh man. That's a tough That's a tough ending right there. And get it. Get it. <laughs> Come and get it. We don't want to touch it. <laughs> Ain't nobody wants any part of that thing. Don't look in there. Don't, don't mess with that thing. You know, I, um, I, I guess what stuck out to me is, um, you know, verse 5, it says, make these things to show honor to the God of Israel. Perhaps then he will... And there's this perhaps line. It says, then he will stop afflicting you, your gods, in your land. And, you know, I've, I've, I've often thought about, you know, people, I've, I've watched this in our culture. I've watched people try to figure out how to connect with a God that perhaps if I just do this, then God would do that, right? Mm-hmm. And we're, we take shots, at, and I say we because I've done this. I've, 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 I've worn the bracelet. I've worn the, the necklace. I've, I've, you know, I've done the, the Christianese kinds of things, sure. if, if I could say that or use mm-hmm. that term. We've done a lot of things that, that might resemble what would work in the kingdom of God. Uh-huh. But you know what works is faith. Yep. Like faith is the thing. It is the currency that actually works in the kingdom of God. And many times we're all we're trying to kind of work something together. If I just do this, then perhaps God would do mm-hmm. that. And there's this kind of like roll of the dice, if you will, that, mm-hmm. that, that God is like some arbitrary thing that we can like, you know, never quite figure out how he's going to do something or if he would even receive something as, a, as an act of obedience or as an act of sacrifice. But what I know to work, and if mm-hmm. I could encourage anything today, I know that faith works, mm-hmm. that faith, believing in a God who is able, you know, that, that he is a rewarder of those who seek him, that if we press in and we say, you know, God, I'm going to do this with you, not, hey, I'm going to do this, you know, to try to show something. I'm going to actually do this because I believe in this. And so, mm-hmm. You know, we we behave how we believe. Like many times, you know, you say, oh, I don't know if I believe that. Well, we can find out what you believe by how you're behaving, right? And exactly. so if we're going to actually do something to honor God, let's do it and go for it, right? Let's not shy away and go, oh, I hope this works. You know, something that was cool is the way that God met the Philistines where they were in their faith. Yeah. Think about it. Where he, when they said, we're going to figure out whether or not this is just a coincidence yeah. or if it really is God that's messing with us. Yeah. You know, if it's just bad luck, it's bad luck. And so he met them right where they were, and so they said, all right, we're going to make it a tough test because there's, there's not a mama out there that's going to leave yep. her calves at home. Yep. And so we're going to send these things off. And then it said that they did not even turn one way or the other. They just they, <laughs> they were angry. They were upset, I guess you should say. The cows were they were lowing as they went. They're lowing. Lowing. So they were upset about it, but they still went on and followed the path that, that God was leading them on because he was, again, meeting those Philistines where they were and showing them the, that um, I, I am real. I am the one that caused this. And, yes, I'm, I'm actually going to honor this. Even though you don't know me, I want you to know me. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that's the that's the key here is that God wants to know you. God wants to be intimate. He wants to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that these acts of obedience, even if they seem a little bit foreign or seem a little bit like, I hope this works, mm-hmm. there is actually an engagement into a relationship with God yep. to go, hey, this is a real God who has real mm-hmm. feelings, real emotions, real, you know, as mm-hmm. much as we're real, there's a God who is who is very real to us and that mm-hmm. wants to respond to our act of obedience, mm-hmm. to our act of sacrifice. And so the responsiveness of the God that we serve, I mean, there's there's no other God like it. There's not, you know, you have whatever idols you might have that you want to worship, but there's no relationship there. We actually have a God who has relationship that right. sent his son that actually on behalf of our brokenness sent a, a rescue for our sin, you know, and actually mm-hmm. responded to our brokenness with an act of love. And we 
we can engage in that kind of relationship that we might lose sight of. You might lose sight of a relational God. You might think, man, if I if I show up at that church, man, a lightning bolt, I've heard this many times, lightning bolt will hit that place. You know, that place will catch on fire if I do this or I do that. You know what? That's not the God we serve. Yeah. We serve a good God that actually wants to do yeah. life with you and actually get in the middle of your details. Yeah, he proved that. I mean, Jesus came in person to show the the, the heart of the Father. Yeah. He came to show that. And so when he showed up that way and he was willing to sacrifice everything, his, his position and then his very life for our sake, he showed the the ultimate uh, level and, and the, the exorbitant passion that our God has toward us. He showed it so clearly. Um, the, one, of, one of the things that I love about that, and it fits together actually with the story in that here it shows that um, God, the holiness of the ark, it yeah. was something that was pure, ultimate purity. Yeah. I mean, you're talking, it's the same thing as whenever you uh, bring a, a lit match in contact with, with pure oxygen. Yeah. I mean, it just Oof. explodes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's how it was. The the Ark of the Covenant was ultimate purity, and you could not just disregard that yeah. and treat it as a as a. Uh, yeah. Well, well, they, they were almost uh, it is uh, it was almost like a sightseeing tour. Yeah. Woo! Come look at the Ark. Yeah. And uh, and so yeah, it wasn't that God was striking them down, but this purity they were they were treating it as it was garbage. Yeah. So like, I guess the other side of this is that because God has so much love and so much desire to be close to us. Jesus came so that we could have uh, be declared holy, yeah. declared pure, so that we would not be damaged by just being in his presence. We could actually enter into his presence and not be hurt by it. That's good. You know, uh, one thing that in this chapter that I really liked as well is just right off the cuff there, verse verse 2, like right at the top, it says, mm-hmm. Then the Philistines called in their priests and, and diviners and or diviners mm-hmm. and asked them, What should we do about the ark? Tell us how to return it to this country. You know, I, I, on on two different sides of this coin, I, I'm thankful that we don't have to go to a priest somewhere and go, Hey, God, you know, in, in a form, like, you know, I don't have to go right. ask somebody to talk well, to, Hey, yeah. what should I do? That I actually have access to God Almighty, that I actually have the Spirit of God living on the inside of me that can confirm things. That as mm-hmm. I, even as I open up the Word and I look in the Word of, you know, in the scriptures on a daily basis, I can actually like, connect with God myself, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have to go and ask somebody some questions. Now, the other side of that is that I do have other believers with the same spirit on the inside of them right. and sisters in Christ with the same spirit that actually can encourage me, can help me, can move me in a direction mm-hmm. that I could actually go and, and, you know, actually get advice from and get yeah. sound counsel from. You know, my wife and I have great passion for marriages out there. And, you know, we we are not have the perfect marriage. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We have mentors in our lives. We have people around us that say, you know what? Let me help you with that. Right. When we have questions, we have somebody we can go ask questions of, right. not because they have this special connection or special bond with God that I don't have, but they actually have the same God on the inside right. of them that can confirm something that I've already experienced or already felt or already had knowledge of on right. some level. And they can actually go, hey, here you go. Let me point you in a direction. That pointing in a direction, we need that as believers. Mm-hmm. I can't say enough about the value of a local church. For me, yep. I, I have friends. My best friends mm-hmm. are a part of a local church. My my bre- my best like kids' friends. My kids have grown up around a local church. Well, if you go, oh, okay, yeah, he's a pastor. He's this. He's that. Well, before I was a pastor, right. my kids grew up knowing other believers and other right. kids that were had similar morals, similar understanding of right and wrong, and right. similar, you know, thoughts along the lines of well, how are we going to honor God with our parenting or with our child upbringing. 
I need people around me that I can go and have conversation with, but not because they have some special connection. And I think that could get really wacky yeah. real fast. So well, I really, I just need people in my life who know the word, know Jesus. Yeah. It's so that um, I can tell, kind of like these uh, dudes were trying to tell, I can tell the difference between yeah. did I have pizza? Yeah. Or was that God? Yeah. You know, it's nice to be able to, I, I've got the word for confirmation, but then I also have fellow believers who, who know Jesus, and that's, it makes all the difference in the world. Confirmation is is huge and it's valuable. Yeah. And if if I stumble and fall, there's somebody there to help me up. Yep. I'm not on this island alone. Like, I wish it was, I wish that like walking the journey with Christ was a little bit clearer and not so muddy sometimes. <laughs> like, right. it wouldn't just be easy if it was just like, hey, man, do this, do Every that. step of the way, <laughs> we're just getting kind of our hand held and walk through life. Right. It's not that easy. No. It's not that clear. It's not that simple. And so to have some people to talk to right. about how to do this, to, I mean, I got three teenagers at home right now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I got 13, a 16, and a 17. I haven't raised teenagers. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's not like you get like three tries at this thing. No. Like, I got three of them at the same time going on, right? Like, mm-hmm. I need help with some people who, who've gone through this before, who've walked down the road yeah. with me before, or walked down the road before with their own teenagers and right. going, hey, you can make it. You know, when this goes on, it's going to be okay, right? right? Or, dude, how am I going to make it? I'm up, you know, middle of the night, you know, when we had babies or something. I'm up half the night, you know, with babies at the house. Mm-hmm. How do I go to work every day? How do I still function? Well, guess what? You just put your boots on and go to work, dude. Like, you know, like <laughs> you need somebody to just tell you the truth right. sometimes. Yep. And go, come on, you can make it even when it's muddy and you can't see the end from the beginning. Yeah. And for, well, honestly, in this life, we very seldom ever have clear <laughs> steps everywhere that we're going to go it's never it's it's just not that way yeah. but our life is one that we can if we we know that i know and i've learned this the hard way over many many years but i can trust my god no matter what and when i can't see his hand i can trust his heart that's period. good yeah i want to I mean, how do you how do you get to know his heart? You know, it's it's the times like well, this where we get into the right word now. of God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We get into the word of God so that we can know his heart better, so that we can understand his plan better, so we can understand what he wants to do through us and around us. It's it's it is it's more challenging at times, or it feels challenging at times. But actually, when we simplify it down, we go, "Hey, let's get in the Word of God. He'll speak to us. He's yep. faithful to do that." You know, I heard a uh, I heard a, one of the you know I don't know one of the greatest leaders in the in the church world in, in American church at least here. Um, this guy's name is Craig Rochelle. He does a lot of leadership podcasts. There's mm-hmm. a lot of leadership things. Good and guy. Incredible teacher, incredible leader. And I heard him talk about getting into the Word of God. And he's a pastor that leads, you know, the largest church in America right now. It's over 100,000 people, you know, on the weekend. It's just a massive church. It happens to be all mostly digital and, in, you know, a bunch of different campuses and a lot of online stuff. He's the guy that, you know, I'm actually using a version Bible right now. His his church has designed the, the digital Bible for the world to have, you know, and he said, he said recently, he said, you know what? When I go into the Word of God, sometimes I do it to get something. Sometimes mm. I do it because I got to preach something. And another time, I just do it because I need to be faithful to it, right? Like, mm. it's not that everything jumps off the page every time you get in the Word right. of God. You know, honestly, we prepare for, you know, to, to do this on a radio show. And not every chapter is always like, man, all that stuff's flying off the page at me. No. You know, but what we do is we, be, we get faithful and we trust the Spirit of God to speak to us, to mm-hmm. jump off the page, to actually breathe on His Word. He's faithful to do that. And you know, when I when I read verse 5, I, I shared this verse just a little bit ago, but verse 5 says, make these things to show honor to God of Israel. If I ever just to stop there and ask myself, and this is what I do. I, when I read my Bible, this is what I do. I read a verse like that, and I go, what do I need to do to honor God? 
Like mm. it's, I could just stop right there. This whole story and all the things that's going on. Right. This is a this is a story. It's a picture painted of the Old Testament of this has really happened. But I could just read that one sentence in this scripture and go. Make these things to show honor to the Lord God of Israel. Mm-hmm. God, what do, what do you want to do in my life today that I could honor you? Like, I could just stop and let God breathe on that moment and go, mm-hmm. God, what is it that I could do today to show honor to you? I want to do that well. Help me to do that. If that's in my marriage, if that's in my parenting, if that's in my finances, if that's in my leadership, if that's in my following even, even in my surrender and coming under someone else's leadership or under someone else's authority, can I do it to honor you today, God? And Watch what happens. Such powerful things happen when we understand that God's heart is for us to honor people, to love people well, to spend time going, hey, you're you're of value. And that's what honor means is give value to something else. And I'm putting I'm putting value on what God wants to do today. What do you think there, Pastor Marvin? I, I love it. I think that it's it's just so it's so healthy. Yeah. It's so healthy just to 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 back off. Oh, you know something else that I love, and I I haven't mentioned it here, but I whenever I was preparing for this, yeah. I listened to it. I got oh, my yeah. U version out. Yeah. I listened to it, yeah. and there's I'll pick up things in there that I'll skim over when yeah. I'm just reading it. Yeah. And it was it was so valuable to me. That was that was actually how I even noticed the the other uh, portion there about the, um, the the fact that the cows were, were was it was actually a tool that these people who are trying to to divine the difference. I, I didn't catch it when I read yeah, it. Yeah. I, I love the auto Bible as well. I, I love getting in and hearing, like you said, there's things that stick out when I listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I go to when I go to church on the weekend and I actually hear other people worshiping God, something powerful happens that doesn't mm-hmm. happen when I'm just singing or I'm listening to something in a in a in a car or somewhere else. You know, like there's there's powerful things that happen when your senses, not just your reading, not just your eyes seeing something, but you hearing something. Faith Scripture says that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. And something happens when you read the Word out loud, when you listen to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. I would just encourage you, if you, if you haven't been doing that, if you haven't been reading the Scripture out loud or you haven't been hearing the Scripture mm-hmm. um, being told to you, I would just go, hey, you know what, maybe it'll stir up something new, some new faith yeah. thing in my heart and in my life, because I believe the Word's true. And yeah. if it says faith comes by hearing, how is that happening? Like, not th- this is not saying that the only way that you can ever get the Word in you is by hearing, mm-hmm. but what it's saying is that there is something that happens when you actually not only look at it, but you actually see it and yeah. hear it and get that in there and get it just going around and around on the inside of you. And you know something else? When you're, your voice... Yeah. Is the is the voice that you listen to more than anyone else? Wow. You're constantly telling yourself, "Man, I screwed that up. I'm an idiot, or I'm a whatever." You you say these things to yourself. At least I do, and I and I have to correct that. Yeah. And uh, but whenever I'm reading the Word of God, I'm reading the truth of God to myself That's out good. loud, or reading it to my daughter in the morning, or something like. It's it's there's a a building up of the faith, and there's building of that trust that uh, that's going to carry me forward through the day. Yeah, you know the. Um, I, I think it's interesting, and I don't. I don't have all the answers to the golden rats and the golden tumors in this chapter. <laughs> but I just think it's funny that they were trying to create a, a love offering somehow, mm-hmm. some way. And what they knew to do was to do it in some form. Like you were saying, God met them where they're at. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting to me that like of all the things in the Old Testament that were they were you know either offerings or golden this or bronze this mm-hmm. that we have rats and tumors in this chapter. It's just <laughs> incredible to me. Probably probably two of the most like funky things. That you can, but but why? How about some rats, you know, or mm-hmm. how about some, you know, some tumors? I don't know. We'll uh, we're gonna take a break. We'll get back to the, to finish the show up. You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors.
At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family, We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321-453-453. Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, so I want to look at this last this last verse. Actually, it's not the last verse of the chapter, but just one more verse here. It says, verse 13, it says, The people of Beth Shemesh were harvesting wheat in the valley, and when they saw the ark, they were overjoyed. You know, I wonder how, how overjoyed I should get when I, when I experienced the presence of God. Like, this was the presence of God in their day. This was mm-hmm. the, the actual—this was it, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what? 
God forbid, Lord, help me to not just grow so like normalized by the presence of God that like I don't have an awe, that I don't have a wonder, that I don't have an excitement or a joy. Like you know, there's a there's a verse that says it. You know that we were. Um, we were basically we were excited to go to the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like that this is the day the Lord has made, it, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Like think about the the verses. We can go verse after verse after verse about being excited about the presence of God, being excited about having the ability even to connect and to go to do life together with other believers. We didn't have to wait for the presence of God to show up in the form of something like this. We actually have it together. In this room, there are three of us right now mm-hmm. that just love Jesus and have the power of God on the right. inside of us. Let's be excited about that today. I would encourage you, go about your day today. Be excited that you got the presence of God with you. He is for you. He is not against you, and he's opening doors for you. We're going to get out of here. You guys have an incredible week, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.